We, we all burped. Now you got to burp. Oh, wow. I completely missed it. There you Aww. go. Now, Chris. I, <laughs> I'm not very good either. I'm like in the Elliot camp. Like, I can't do yeah. those, like, really crazy ones. Oh, did you hear that shade he just threw at you, Elliot? That's crazy. I, uh... I'm with the Elliot camp. I'm with the not impressive. Uh, yeah. I'm with the Elliot camp. My, my penis isn't functioning. I can't Exactly. Believe. Elliot's really <laughs> self-conscious cool. about his burp. His burps. Yeah, for you years. really hit the button on, on Elliot. <laughs> yeah, let's just get this over with. What's wrong with the new kid? Uh, yeah. Dude, I used Holy to make shit. big giant burps at home, and my my mom would be like terrified and disgusted, and my brother would be like, "Dude, I'm fucking like I'm fucking worried about your esophagus, dude. Like you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna cause some long term damage because you know the only way to make like I my the way that I can make a giant burp is years of training, years of pushing and training and making it as yeah. loud as you possibly can to be as just on a mountaintop like burping into the yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it was a lot of work but you know I, but my brother was like you're gonna have long term damage which made me think like is it possible to get long term damage from like making giant burps. I, mean, I, I think, is it like that knuckle cracking where everyone was like, your, your, head, your thing is going to like fall off yeah. when you're like 50. <laughs> and then like the doctor's like, no, nah, it's fine. You know, just makes fun noises. Wait, dad, did you just say if I keep cracking my knuckles, my thing is going to fall off when I'm 50? <laughs> I don't understand what you just said. Yeah. You're a doctor, me, dad. Son. What the fuck? Happened to me. <laughs> uh, that his pants. It's it gone! Reminds, <laughs> it reminds me of uh, when Joe farts and he does his incredibly cartoonish farts and I Thank worry you. about his health, but that's more worrying <laughs> that that's like a symptom of something that's like really, really bad uh, underlying, which we'll find out in due time, I guess. Anyway, welcome mm. to the podcast, Chris. Thanks for being here. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> What's up, boys? <laughs> Guys, we got Chris from the Chris and Paul show who also performed with us on Bring the Funny and slayed it and is one of our favorite acts slash favorite peoples on the planet. Yeah. And I reached out, I was like, dude, be on the podcast and he said no and then i said i've got your family in the other room and he said i'll do anything what time so here he is. <laughs> i said no <laughs> thank you and then we said we'll give you so 50 much. bucks and he was like what time <laughs> <laughs> it's over they're like hey you want your family back i'm like another week be fine. it's how so cool you, to how's have your, you here how's the uh how's your year going man I don't know what everyone's bitching about. This year is great. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I awesome. swear to God, I'm like this year, you know, I'm sure like everyone else, like I'm just becoming this curmudgeon old angry man. Like everything I say is I go, of course that happened. Of course oh, that just yeah. broke. Everything. Yeah. I, I have, I usually have like a really like long fuse and there's no fuse anymore. Everything's just, my wife's like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, Every, the world's ending. That's that's what's wrong with me. Um, yeah. You chip a plate know. and it's just like, God, do it on the fucking pot! 
pile. This happened last night, and I swear to God, it's like everyone, I know everyone's going through it, but here's like a 10 minute span just yesterday. I found this old uh, Mickey Mouse snow globe that was kind of broken. It was kind of just like off, but it was big and glass. So I'm like, yeah, here you go, children. What, what's the worst that can happen? Uh-oh. And I thought they were durable enough to like, if they fell on a rug, they'd at least, you know, they'd be okay. And, I, you know, I sit down finally, and all of a sudden my wife's like, oh, no. And then my daughter's like, I'm sorry. And there's glitter and Mickey Mouse <laughs> pieces and just shattered glass. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, okay, no problem. I'm going to go find a shop vac that I had. Like, I'm not a big handyman at all, but this thing, <laughs> it's just like, it makes my life. I love it. Shop vacs rule. Shop vacs are the best purchase you can, you can make for under $100. Not sponsored. Oh, it's not sponsored. What is that? Is that the one that has like the water and the, it's, yeah. it like combines water it and suction? Sucks. It blows. It's perfect. Oh, so okay. I go in, I'm like, all right, I got to find it. I go to the garage. It's pitch black because, you know, it's three o'clock <laughs> on the East Coast. So that's what happens these days. So I'm like, the light switch is on the other end. And I got all this crap in the way. So I'm stepping on everything, trying to feel where the light switch is and where right this on. thing, there's ladders falling. Then I realize it's not in the garage. I go back in the house. I'm like, where's the goddamn? And I'm, now I'm like over it. I'm like, ah! <laughs> and, it, yep. and I'm yelling at my kids. I'm like, don't step in the glass. And my daughter's jumping on the couch <laughs> laughing. And yeah. I find she's got it. shards all over her face. She's bleeding, yeah, she's got bleeding everywhere. <laughs> she's on the pile. <laughs> so I find it. It just happens to be in another room, just sitting there like, well, I was here all along. And I grab it like angry and I pick it up and I'm waiting for it to fall apart because of course it would, but it didn't. <laughs> Plug it in, I get on my knees, I move the coffee table, like, don't move over, I'm yelling out, get over there, oh, blah, 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 blah. I plug it in, I turn it on, and I'm like, okay, I'm making progress, and the fucking electricity goes out. And I'm just, I'm like on my knees in this soaking wet rug, and I'm like, ah! You know, like all the Christmas lights go out in the front, it's, so it was one of those, th- oh, so then, finally, I fix it, and then I'm like, what do you guys want for dinner? I open the fridge, all the eggs fall out all over the floor. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Ten, You're talking about Christmas vacation then. now. You're talking about a yes. Griswold Christmas. That's <laughs> what I, I, so I said. Where's I said, the Tylenol? <laughs> yeah, so that was just a 10-minute sliver, like a 15-minute sliver of my life yesterday. How um, did the eggs, who put the eggs in and how for that to happen? <laughs> It was like my wife's like, as I'm in there, she like threw the fuse, like, fuck this guy. And now as I'm trying to figure out how to turn the lights back on, she just ever so like, just slightly puts the eggs just perfectly <laughs> tilted on I didn't like She's open a- the fridge like a madman. I just opened the fridge and the eggs were like, fuck it. And you and watch him like, just go yeah. in slow motion. Just one of those like, there they go. Yep. Just, yep. Did- Fucking just, of course, of, of course. course, they're going to the ground. Twenty twenty, right? Twenty twenty. They broke. What did you? What did you I do? Just like, did you stand it. there, or like, what did you do after that? <laughs> like, I went. You... I went. <laughs> I didn't tell. She just knew what happened. I just went. The eggs. The eggs. <laughs> I just screamed the eggs, and she's like. Then she gets quiet because I'm just like I'm gonna have a heart attack. But uh, so it was one of those things where you're like, if, you know, of course. So that's kind of, of like course. my daily thing. With <laughs> you, know, and... you know how like the end of the year, um, what is it? It's uh, Webster's or one, one of those dictionary peoples. They always have like a, here's the new 10 words for the human mm. lexicon that mm. we're going to officially put into the thing. 
like the phrase 2020, I guess is a word like that's probably going to be in it, right? Like 2020, right? It's the most ubiquitous <laughs> phrase that everybody uh, uses now. Yeah. Twist your ankle. Fuck. 2020. It'll just say 2020. Any way to describe a terrible t- amount of time or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that's what. That'd it be is. great if you like use 2020 as an excuse for like the like the wrong things. Like your wife catches you cheating on her, and you're like, "Babe, 2020." You know, it's Look she's like, you "No, know, I know, I get it, I get it." Yeah, she's no on you, Chris. <laughs> yeah, throw it in the pile. Who were we throw talking to? Oh, cheated on me. Who were we talking to? Where they were saying that like. We're going to we're going to have like another roaring 20s because as soon as we're out of the like pandemic, people are just going to take to the streets and just be like, like free love's going to start happening again. And like, we're just going to have like Jazz a resurgence. Jazz is going to come back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not happening? No, no. Not happening in well, your neighborhood? I got people everywhere. Nobody cares. <laughs> no, I mean like. Cause, people playing soccer. Because the real war- roaring 20s back in the 1920s happened because of all the, the, you know, the cold, the plague or the Spanish flu or whatever it was. And so people like as soon as it was like World over. Well, yeah. And World War One. And as soon as that was all oh, over, that, that <laughs> people went, you know, that's that where the roaring 20s came from. Do you think we'll get another roaring 20s kind of kind of situation? Watch I think- 2021 be worse. And that'll be the funniest oh. joke of all. Yeah. <laughs> 2021. It's like. Oh, uh, they don't even know what's coming. And Dude, we're like, I, 2020. I bet you there's therapists out there that are just like, yo, just so you know, numbers don't change things. So get ready. <laughs> yeah. When it goes to 2020, it's not a fucking reset, man. Like, we're, it time doesn't better, exist. But it's not going to be immediate. <laughs> and you better right. just mentally and emotionally be ready for that. Otherwise, it's just going to be the eggs falling out of the fridge all over again. <laughs> all eggs. over again. The all eggs. 2021. Is there uh, like, yeah, so 2021? So we have two dads here on the show for the first time, I think, maybe in a long time, or or maybe maybe if we if we have, I haven't quite thought about it. But since you're talking about Chris, you're talking about a situation with the snow globe and the and the the, the chain reaction of shit that happened. There, yeah. Joe, you have to have a similar situation where like things just like back to back to back to back to back just kept like falling apart like because you're trying to get the family together and like what do you both have like a like a top like chain reaction situation you were in that involved your family that you were just like when is the when is the misery gonna stop and then finally everything went back to normal and everything was okay there's like a, a funny answer to that and then like the real answer the funny answer for me is just like it's kind of what Chris was talking about where it happens every day. These little things yeah. that just like kind of add up and then like get on the pile as we're saying. And then at some yeah. point you realize that like you're saying nice things, very angry for no reason. <laughs> it's like, so it's like you, you've been dealing with stuff. You're getting through the schoolwork, the zoom classes. You're uh, trying to balance work with it at the same time. You, you're, you're hating yourself secretly on the inside. And then all of a sudden you're just going like, what the fuck do you want for dessert? And you're like, that's not how I was supposed to ask that. Or, yeah. or oh, good job on your test, Hayden. 95%. Awesome. And you're like, wait, it really, I'm sorry. It really was. It was awesome. Do you good want job. any ice cream? Yeah. Oh. Let's go yeah, outside I... and play. <laughs> Merry Christmas, <God>. asshole. <laughs> it feels like one long day for me. It's like my... I have a six-year-old daughter and a two-year-old daughter, and my two-year-old is like, it's like she's going through the terrible twos and like 
terrible threes at the same time. It's just hard. She doesn't sleep anymore. She doesn't eat. She's an asshole. I love her to death, but she's just an asshole. (laughs) She's just, she's like an angry drunk. She's just like all the time, just screams at me. And I'm the one who wakes up all, I found out I have sleep apnea on top of this whole storm. They're like, yeah, you 20. 2020 they're like yeah 2020 uh hashtag 2020 uh you don't breathe like 10 times uh every hour uh, like for like you know 16 seconds at a time because i had to take this take home thing Jesus my wife's like Christ. you snore all night and i'm like i'm not she yells, punches me so whenever i finally <laughs> sleep i'm getting hit yeah and then my daughter's waking me up. so i like i feel like i haven't slept since 2019 at this whole it's been one long uh fucking day so you got to get the like the Darth Vader machine for the bedroom. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I, gotta, I'm doing the, I have to do that thing. So now it's like my daughter's just like milk, milk. And she screams milk. And I'm like, God damn you, you asshole. Like a queen. And I, and I, I'm like calling her an asshole. I'm like, fuck you. Fuck you. Dude, milk. Did you eggs. Milk. Eggs. <laughs> sure <Milk>. eggs. <laughs> But you look good, Chris. You actually, you look like you've, you don't look like you've fallen victim to the quarantine oh. 15 that, that oh, people well, keep talking about. I stand up and like my fucking belly <laughs> Slam. falls all over the floor. No, you look good. It's, it's all angles. All, it's all, it's all, my kids are below me right now holding my, my tits uh, up. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a color I would never wear. So I, I, you know, you're, you're rocking it. What, this color? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't wear this in public. This this is when I sit down. So I'm short, as you guys know. So my my mirror in the in my in the bathroom upstairs like starts like right here and up. So I'm not always aware how fat I'm getting. So I'm I like I like look at the mirror and I'm like, all right, not bad, okay, all right. Good and face. Then, like, I, I like that face. Nice face. And then I walk by like a reflection somewhere, and it's like the world just falls on me and they're like, and I, you know, and then I'm like, Oh God damn it. I'm so sorry. Throw dude, me on the pile. Dude. I told <laughs> my, <laughs> I told Alana, I told my girlfriend, I was like, can we just like get rid of the mirrors in this place? Let's just get rid of the mirrors. We don't need mirrors. Cause then we won't see how like sloppy we've become and we won't see like all yeah. the, all the weight we're gaining during this damn thing. And <laughs> you know, are that's you, what I want. Are you guys like stress eating at all? Have you guys oh, like, yes. picked up any like go to like candy or, or chocolates oh. or anything? Oh or? yeah. I still have leftover Halloween candy and I'm, and I'm like, Oh, I'll just have one more mini, mini, uh, yeah. <laughs> crackle or whatever. Yeah. You know? No. Oh. I'll have bags and bags of Skittles, like so many bags of Skittles. <laughs> really? And I, I don't even like Skittles. I, and I don't even like most candy or desserts or sweets <laughs> or ice cream. And I have them every single night. And I, I can't stop myself. Elliot is I the Grinch. I could not stop opening packs and packs and packs of beer. <laughs> I do have a lot of beer. Still sees. Yeah. <laughs> Got that Halloween beer. There's a lot of it. Right a lot now. of that Halloween beer that right. I took from Delicious. people's houses. <laughs> I tried hey, you guys still got any hell the kids. They didn't take. <laughs> oh. No, but I stopped. Anyway. It's just crazy. The movie, movie game. I told you guys, I'm not like I put myself on hiatus for alcohol. My my treats until I get all the creative for the movie, movie game done. Just can't Dude. can't have the distractions. I stopped you know? drinking. I I stopped drinking completely. I just stopped nice. one day. I was just like, yeah, th- nothing happened. It wasn't like some episodes. Like I gotta stop. Or I was just one night. I was like, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm I think I'm done. And I just stop yeah. randomly. And it's great. I've done Sometimes that a number like, of times. 
Yeah, I think yeah. sometimes you're just like, oh, I've done this enough. I've done it enough. I don't need it to was, do it ever yeah. again. Now boring, I have to be that phase, and then I, I come back to it. Michael, do you know who Michael Buckley is? He's a buddy of ours. Uh, he's an old school YouTuber guy, and now he's a life coach. But he's a, a delightful human being. But he did the mm-hmm. same thing. He has a very similar story where he was like, "Yeah, I just stopped, and my life's been wonderful. It's been so much better ever since. Mm-hmm. I don't think about it. I just don't include it in my life." And it's like, oh yeah, it's a very very healthy thing. Joe's very good at cutting things out. Yeah, when life yeah. gets stressful, he's he's got a good regimen where he'll, he'll remove I, something. I he's did it this smart. time last year. Like I always do it during the holidays for some stupid reason. I don't know why, but um, I did it last year and I got I was I didn't drink I think for five or six months. And yeah, I, it you got me through. It got me through the beginning of the pandemic and quarantine here in LA. Which, by the way, they just today announced that we just got everything's shut done down right. You, yeah. A lot. Yeah, just like seconds can. ago. Um, but yeah, I went five or six months without it, and I really do think it helped me get through the first parts of it in a very healthy manner. But then I was like, I don't think I need it. Need it? Yeah, I can't cope with. I, I think that's part of. It's like the worst timing to go sober is during a pandemic, and I, I stopped drinking in October, so it's been over a year now, and it was just like I'm Holy proud shit. of myself. Congrats. Damn, dude. Yeah, Thanks, congrats. man. And then I was happy, wow. and then like the pandemic hit, and I was, and everyone's like we gotta get drunk and i'm like oh and i was just like white knuckling through it um but actually yeah, hasn't been bad but you know. you're at that level now where it's like i just don't want to break my streak that's a good that's a that's a good level to be at yeah i stopped drinking so like this i guess i can do that every once in a while like i stopped drinking soda for like five years once on a winter for no reason i was like i haven't had soda in like three days i'm just gonna stop and yeah that it takes like, like one or years. two days and then yeah yeah it gets, and you got it going the soda but, thing uh, is a good one. I got. I'm thinking. I got a problem with Diet Coke, Scrabble yeah. Go yeah. on my phone, <laughs> and some other things. <laughs> it's really bad. Like, I well, Elliot, I think TV. this was a really good session. You gonna come back next <laughs> week? You. Are you coming on Tuesday? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, really hey, you drive safe, but don't you stop at that fast food restaurant. You're on the street. Right. Dude, yeah. I, I I haven't had a soda in like. I just I I don't. I used to drink like Coke Zero every single day. Just I like up to five Coke Zeros, like because I, you know, we worked at, at at when I worked at Sony, they had like a fridge stocked with Coca Cola products, like at all times. So it was just like yeah. the most destructive candy machine. It was like free candy all day, essentially. But I haven't, I have the, uh, I got a Soda Stream, and I just drink like seltzer water, essentially. And I'm like, yeah. I'm drinking healthy soda. <laughs> That's my thing. It's seltzer. That's like been my like. Because right after I stopped drinking, and then of course, like all the you know, quote unquote challenges started coming up, like weddings, all you know, all these events where you're like, you're like, I gotta drink, this is boring, or whatever it is. Uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, sel- seltzer's been my go to, and I'm like, oh, this isn't before that, I hated it, couldn't stand it. I'm like, just drink water, what's the point of getting bloated while like hydrating? Like, what's, <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. But now it's like, I'm obsessed. I love it. I I love that brand talking water or whatever it's called. Talking like, rain. Talking yeah. rain. <laughs> it's just not that <laughs> I like that? there's a brand of sparkling water <laughs> called talking rain. And I'm like, why the fuck is this called talking rain? And I was like, it better not be because it like sparkles and you can kind of, it kind of sounds a little bit <laughs> talks to you. Yeah, you know, it like is. any, any carbonated beverage. Yeah. Mars talks to you. Well, yeah, because I think someone in their meeting, they were just like, how do we call this? Like, we have to call this something kind of like unique and also like something people will be attracted to. And they're just like, what does yeah. the sa- what does the sound make? You know, what is the sound here? 
I discovered it at, uh, so like jobs just end up being like these gateway, gateways into like trying new things in my life. I wasn't much of a coffee drinker until I started editing at a commercial production company out of college. Went from no coffee to a pot a day very swiftly. <laughs> and then at Defy, when I worked for Smosh for three years, go into the, go into the kitchen, okay. open up the fridge, cocaine. I don't know why they put it in the yeah. but they did. Well, because it keeps Dude, ta- a little longer. But they had talking keeps, rain keeps there. Longer, yeah. And I was like, I was anti-sparkling water. It's like, I, I just, I'm a purist. Give me my water. No, not from right. the tap. I'm not gross. Give me. <laughs> I'm not, yeah. uh, not a monster. But then I was like, talking rain, what is this shit? And then I that found the talking rain and got addicted to it. And then that, that brought me into LaCroix and all that crap. Yeah. And now I'm just Gateway. wasting yeah, I started yeah, looking into like how do you install like because you can install your own like carbonated water machine in your home, and it's just like yeah. it's so involved and it's so expensive and it's just but I'm like man but I I kind of want that I kind of want like Dude, my own dispenser of sparkling water I, why not I have an engineering I have an engineering dare for you connect your sparkling water machine to your bidet <laughs> and then tell me how it goes Lacroix <laughs> Lacroix bidet. <laughs> tell us what that talking rain has to say then yeah. it's like it's oh you're, you're, you're nom, 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 you got nom, a dirty nom, butt nom. let yeah. me clean you up he whispers to your butthole <laughs> whispering whispering wishes that's what I would call that just a little prickly kiss to the anus you guys get a that thousand kisses <laughs> you like drinking seltzer Actually, I like pouring it on my asshole. What's that? <laughs> Excuse me? What? I what? butt what? chug LaCroix La with my with my girlfriend. <laughs> we, could you imagine butt chugging LaCroix? Let's think about that for a second. You know what's funny? People would look at you differently like I feel like they judge you more than just butt chugging alcohol. You're like, right, right. Butt chugging <laughs> alcohol. No, no, I, I butt chugged seltzer. They're like, what are you? What the fuck's? No, I'm on you? this new yeah. thing where like I don't drink water for like three days, and then I butt chug a Lacroix, and then it just <laughs> hydrates me. So you get you get hydrated faster. <laughs> I mean, you all but know ch- that the colon absorbs everything oh. so much faster. But Chug LaCroix is like such a juicy little sentence. It's Wait, so fucking plump. I think I, think I have Chug my- LaCroix is <laughs> so sexy. I think that's it's my, uh, it's my, uh, my drag queen name. But Chug LaCroix. But Chug LaCroix. <laughs> In the stage now. But Chug LaCroix. Hey, boys. Here she comes. <laughs> Let me Ready get for- down. <laughs> Let me get my legs up. Oh, oh, it's not just a name. It's the trick, too. This is great. We came to the right place. Uh, Here, I can open the can. wrestling name. Let me squat down on it so I can open the can with my cheeks. Oh, you just hear... <laughs> just cup filling up. <laughs> like oh, a this perfect. is great, guys. I'm glad we came here. I can't wait to see Donna Banana Peeler. She's up next. Oh, no. <laughs> just picture, like, there's, like, seventh grade girls at a sleepover. Like, never have I ever... <laughs> But Chuck LaCroix. <laughs> what the fuck, Oh Brittany? my god, you haven't? <laughs> yeah. Diane's in the corner. Yeah. You're accident. She's like, mm. <laughs> yeah, what you the fuck, Diane? Man. You're 12. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, you, did, you do most oh, of your experimentation. It's cool being dads. It's cool being dads. Oh, that's great. It's good stuff. That's cool. the best. It's the, it's the best. It's like the most tiring, crazy, nonstop job ever. But it's like, then like one little cute thing will happen. You're like, everything's worth it. This is the best. 
that oh, I love him so much. The um, she like writes, right. she draws me like little illustrated like books she makes and stuff. She's like, this oh. says I love you, and I'm just like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, you know? dude. I, I have a real like affinity for like hating myself, and I'll go on some pretty good runs, and then every once in a while, like Hayden, just like your kids, could be such a fucking asshole for days. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. why are you like this? And then she yeah. sees that I'm doing bad. And then I wake up and there's a little note on my computer that says something just along the lines of like, hey, I love you and believe in you and you're the best thing that I could oh, ever man. have for dad. And I'm just like, okay, all right, here's it's, 30 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, it's, yeah, it's incredible. But now, yeah, I guess they, they, get to the, they know how to pull the strings too. <laughs> they know how to like, they know how to bullshit you pretty well. Mm-hmm. My two-year-old this morning, like she was up, what, at two o'clock in the morning, Three o'clock in the morning, four thirty in the morning, I caught an elbow from my wife somewhere in the middle of that, <laughs> and I'm waking up. I'm not breathing on top of it. In You're between, dying. I have You're sleep apnea. I'm dying. Yeah. I'm just not breathing. Just so that's seconds. what I'm doing. Just for, just for seconds. seconds. Just for You're doing some seconds. light dying. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah dying light. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she woke up at like quarter to five this morning. Like. I'm ready for the day. And I was like, I fucking, I'm going to throw you down the stairs. No, you're then not. I go downstairs. I'm just angry. And she's like, I want to watch, you know, Bluey or whatever show. But I'm like this. And she's like, ah, wrong one. And I'm like, oh, and I'm like, my eyes are just shut. It's like one of those Ren and Stimpy <laughs> oh cartoons God. where his eyes are just completely swollen. And, <laughs> and then milk. she does something cute. The sun comes, milk. Yeah. The sun comes up and I'm like, okay, I started feeling more normal. And then she'll like stand on my chest and go, nah, and I'm like, oh, okay, love you. But uh, yeah. yeah, so that's been the. Then she moves something day. with her mind, and you're just amazed. It's great. Then she butt chugs Lacroix, and I'm like, I'm a proud father. <laughs> you know, take that someday, on the girl. road someday. <laughs> someday, make your dad a lot of money. <laughs> you're trying to get her to a private school. What could she do? Well, she's pretty good at reading, and she can butt chug Lacroix. <laughs> <laughs> Rewind the tape back. <laughs> I'm a proud father, so I don't hold back. <laughs> He's like, you call it LaCroix or LaCroix? Well, <laughs> you know you're doing it right if it stings. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like Ooh. that. I don't like that. Get it deep enough. <laughs> That's too much But chug LaCroix. Can you guys make that hashtag like trend somewhere <laughs> yeah, it's like, but chug a LaCroix I just want to see if that's possible I'm just afraid that like there's going to be an article that like man drowns butt chugging LaCroix <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be our asshole drowns <laughs> This bottle just goes blue oh, oh, man. we got a new mouth to mouth but on his butt <laughs> mouth to butt <laughs> just your reverse butt chugging his asshole. And... Oh no! We're gonna like get into chug- why you but- still call it mouth to mouth after this, but I gotta save this <laughs> yeah, guy's right. life. I vote we call it butt barfing. <laughs> I like it. Uh, no, you're We're sucking done. the wrong guy's asshole. What are we talking about? <laughs> oh, I just thank you, I- thank <laughs> you. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Nice uh, to meet you. Stay I safe. hope our daughters, my daughters, hear this someday. <laughs> yeah, anyway, I was just thinking, um, dude. I, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Here's here's a word from our sponsors. <laughs> Elliot, thank you so much for that wonderful transition, uh, guys. I'm here with the ad portion of the show, and we got some doozies this time. Ones that are all very good, and I can say that honestly, and that's really important to me. I don't know. I I, I think. 
I mean, I guess morality is still somewhat existent in my soul, despite the onslaught of contradicting um, outcomes from people who are <clears throat> not good. But anyway, these days, it seems like people are putting CBD in everything. And that's very true. There's a lot of noise, but there's one company from Vermont that's actually worth the hype, guys. And it's called Sun Soil. I have actually used this before. I followed the directions. I was very regimented about it. And it is actually the single greatest CBD product I've ever used. In fact, it's the only CBD product I will probably ever use because all the other ones I've tried, and this is no joke, I have experienced nothing from it. This is actually a wonderful thing and it only adds to your life. It doesn't make you dull. Does it make you tired? It makes you sharp and relaxed. It's so good, uh, at least in my experience. Um, and it's wonderful. And also, it's organic. Uh, Sun Soil makes CBD oil that is USDA certified organic. CBD is made from hemp plants. So, how the hemp grows actually really matters. Sun Soil farms their hemp in Vermont and they never use pesticides, herbicides, or GMOs. I try to be mindful about what I'm putting in my body is what the ad copy says, but we all know that's not true, but we'll pretend just for this, the moral is the same. That's why I love Sun Soil because it's made from simple ingredients that I can actually pronounce and many of their products contain coconut oil and hemp and like, that's it. That's how uh, healthy and, and, and wonderful they are. Um, truly, this is one of the products I actually really love and recommend and actually think people should do. It's one thing to be like, this is a product you like it. Because no, uh, this truly is, um, I actually think it's a wonderful thing. In fact, I've forgotten to take it today. I'm gonna to go do it uh, after finishing these ad reads. But some soil clearly labels the amount of CBD that's in each serving. It also tests a separate batch of product at three independent labs and publishes the results on their website. Some soil also donates a percentage of sales via a 1% for the planet to environmental and community causes. So if uh, you would like to try this, Sunsoil makes CBD oil with simple organic ingredients. Get 30% off your first order by going to sunsoil.com slash valleycast. That's S-U-N-S-O-I-L.com slash valleycast for 30% off your first order. Sunsoil.com slash valleycast. I know I'm saying it fast, but you get it. I'm trying to get through uh, uh, a lot here, but truly is the best CBD product I've ever had. Um, and I've had a fair amount, which is strange. I know. Who would imagine? So anyway, it's December. You know what that means? It's officially time to start watching Christmas movies. Oh my gosh. But what if you go to Netflix and discover that your favorite Christmas movie isn't even available? What are you gonna do then? Well, get ready to have your mind blown, folks. Uh, Merry Christmas. You can use Ex ExpressVPN to watch any Netflix library in the world. I do this all the time. I specifically use it to watch Great British Baking Show three days before premieres in America because I'm just that big of a fan. Um, I like my croissants. Anyway, this weekend I use ExpressVPN to stream a classic Christmas Christmas movie called Love Actually on German Netflix. Um, and I'm going with that. That's what the copy says, and that's definitely true. Wink. Um, but no, it really is great. It was so simple when I did actually use it. Just open the app, hit one button to change your location. You're a fresh Netflix, and boom, you can watch whatever you want. It's really wonderful. See, ExpressVPN lets you control where you want sites to think you're located. So you can choose from almost 100 countries. So just imagine all the Netflix libraries you can explore. It's like you're traveling in the dorkiest way possible. And of course, it's just it's not just Netflix. It also works with Disney+, Plus, Hulu, BBC iPlayer, you name it. There are hundreds of VPNs out there, but the reason I use Express VPN is because I know about it and also because it's the easiest thing I've ever done in the world. I used to watch movies and shows. It's uh, it's ridiculously fast. There's never any buffering uh, and that's very true anytime I've ever used it. ExpressVPN works with all your devices too, including phones, tablets, media consoles, and smart TVs so you can use it to watch whatever you want um, on the go or the big screen. It's totally up to you. Well, what are you guys going to do? I'll tell you what you're going to do. If you visit our special link right now, expressvpn.com slash valleycast, you can get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. Support the show. Uh, watch what you want, when you want, pretend you're where you want, and get your holiday fix at expressvpn.com slash valleycast. That's expressvpn.com slash valleycast. But Elliot, isn't there one more ad? Oh, there is. And the last time we tried to record these, it all deleted. So I'm hoping this one works. Guys, <clears throat> 
imagine this, right? You make a list of the gifts you're going to buy for the holidays, all right? We're going to slow the tempo down here. And then someone randomly gives you the money to help you buy one. Doesn't that sound good? Well, guess what? Bitches, <laughs> that's what honey's doing. They're helping pay for $1 million worth of gifts. That's a lot of gifts, depending on the, the price. You're probably wondering, is this the same honey that automatically searches for promo codes online that we've talked about a bunch of times in the Valley Guys? Yeah, yeah it is. With honey, you can also make a list of all the holiday gifts you want from certain stores and honey will email you when the price drops on anything on your list. Come on, can you even imagine this? We're living in the best times ever. Well, minus the, uh, everything going on in the times. Just add honey to your computer, create a free account and throw some holiday gifts on your drop list for a chance to win. Honey will randomly select winners and give them the money to help you buy something on their list. It's so perfect, okay? Also, honey, save me more money than I can possibly tell you and it's completely free and the fact that you haven't done it yet is insane to me. You have to do it, truly. It will save you actual legit money and uh, and that feels very good and also it's it takes a couple clicks and if you do do it, you should use our code because you like us more than anybody else and I know that. Um, also, there's no purchase necessary. You need a PayPal account to redeem the prize and it's only valid in the US. The giveaway ends December 21st, 2020. Okay, so get on this if you want to do it for that. Your shot at $1 million worth of gifts. Some of that might be coming directly to you, uh, which is pretty cool. So anyway, if you would like to do honey, get honey for free at joinhoney.com slash Valleycast. That's joinhoney.com slash Valleycast. Joinhoney.com slash Valleycast to get honey for free. And that's the ad read. And it was all there. They definitely didn't have a typo that I had to fix at the last second. Joinhoney.com slash Valleycast. Not with it. Bye. I was just thinking, like, um, thank you, Elliot. Uh, I was thinking about how, like, Joe, someday your daughter might like go through all of the things you've made and just like mm -hmm. she might even sit through this podcast someday, like in the far future. You know, like, do you think about that ever? Do you think about how like because if my dad like one day was like, hey, I had a podcast and I did like 250 episodes, I'd be like, <laughs> I'm going to listen to that shit right now. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah, I think yeah. I put like a 20% filter on myself, just not because I'm worried at times, not all the time, but every once in a while I'll catch myself putting a little filter on the things I say or, or the subjects that I'll broach because I'm, because I am a father, not because I'm worried that they'll listen to it, but I'm just like, eh, you know, like I got kids. I don't, I don't need to maybe be saying, you don't want some someone to stuff. use it against you. If, if something ever happened and they were like, he was a bad father. Oh, look man. at it. Look at what this shit he said Jesus. on the internet. You're running I mean, that, for office. That, <laughs> yeah, that, that's out of, out of the freaking window. There's no office in any of our futures. Um, nope. But not even the Valley folk. We actually are having a hard no, time making we're rent. Probably going to have to get rid of that. So yeah. <laughs> oh. um, so, but I there is chug. a part of me that like she could butt chug. She could go through all of like those source fed table talks and stuff like that, and all these these podcasts that we did that I think is really cool because it's also these snapshots of our lives of where we were at at that time. And I was definitely telling stories about them. And, yeah. I, you know, you, you say things when you're telling a story about people and how much you love them that you may not say to their face in the right ways. And yeah, I know yeah. we've, we've done that over time. And she'll be able to see it. And I've also said fucked up shit. And I think when she gets interested in those moments and wants to go through that, she'll be at an age where she'll see the humor in it. And there's really nothing to worry about. You know what you should do, Joe, is next time Hayden is particularly stressed out. She's got a lot going on. Just write her a little note and leave it by her bed 
that's just a URL link to the most recent episode of the Valley Cast, and that'll cheer her up. <laughs> so now, well, I'm not going to do that, but what I will do is leave a note that says bitly.com slash movie movie game. Movie movie. <laughs> Honey, there's some support re- it. Sweetie, support it or you're grounded. Sweetie, there's some really How's that good. going? There's some really good lessons for you to learn, sweetie. If you check the Patreon, if you become a patron at <laughs> patreon.com slash the Valley Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my love for you is my daughter. My dad. Is, is behind the paywall. Yeah. <laughs> My love for you is behind a paywall. <laughs> That's great. Uh, Chris, the Kickstarter is going surprisingly well. We are uh, cool. we are very surprised. We are very yeah. happy with it. So um, nine days to go. And uh, yeah, and there's a link in the description for anybody who's uh, watching or listening. It's very fun. Dude, it feels like we dropped awesome. it yesterday. Um, <laughs> but we're not here to talk about our dumb asses. Nope. Chris, will you Why? tell us about, and, and our listeners, because we... So back on Bring the Funny, Steve was like checking out the competition and he points over to you and he goes, that, that motherfucker, I think that motherfucker was in Book of Mormon. That motherfucker, he was in Book of Mormon. And Steve and I lost our shit and we, we were ran like, up to you. We were we huddled together. Yeah, well, we were huddled together and we were like, no, I swear, I swear to God, he's in Book of Mormon, Joe, look. Like, and Joe's like, which guy, which guy? And I'm like, that guy right there, I swear, that's the one. Should we go talk to him? And I'm like, no, 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 we, we just get, we'll get to know him. And then we're like, cool, be cool, be cool. We gotta get to you, go, hey, what's up, hi, I'm Steve, I'm Steve. And yeah. <laughs> it was so weird because I'm well, that, yeah, that's uh, that was the one thing I was thinking about today. Like, when we all got there, you're, you're kind of checking out the competition because we still we really didn't know what the hell the show was. I, I don't think they really Neither knew did exactly they. what it was <laughs> until yeah. Do we still? Did they figure yeah. it out? <laughs> I don't think so. But uh, <laughs> I remember I saw Joe, and I was a big Bratz and Breda fan growing up, like growing up. What back in the day? I think I'm older than you. But uh, back in when when YouTube was like taking off and everything like that they were one of the first groups that I saw when Paul and I were doing our two man act. I was like, those guys are fucking hilarious. And Oh my God, and we got to do videos and how do we do it like this? And so when I saw Joe there, I was like, Oh shit. I, to me, I was like, Oh fuck. Like this is going to be ridiculous. <laughs> and then I saw Keith from the try guys. And I didn't, I've just seen him on YouTube, just his face everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't really know the try guys. Uh, I, I'm, I feel like just late to the game with everything. So, but I recognize his face. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? So when you guys came up and like, you're like, Hey, were you in book of Mormon? I'm like, Hey, I know you too. Like, I was like, Oh <laughs> shit, this is so fucking weird. And, and then when you guys left, Paul and I looked at each other like, Oh my God, we just talked to Joe from, no offense, <laughs> Steve, we, but like, I was like, we just talked to Joe. This is what the fuck. I like call my wife. I'm like, you're not gonna believe this. This is the weirdest, crazy. I mean, I used to share your videos like oh, just thanks, all over the place but it was cool but um i love it that was weird and so when i was like yeah it's a book of marvel what, how why is this about me what about you so it was all I, like I, shut I, the I fuck was, up I and was... tell us about you shut the fuck up <laughs> and tell us about you girl. dude but, we, uh, were, we were blown away but yeah i want to like how did that all come about how like what was the fuck was it like being on broadway yeah, it's weird. It's like why'd you it do was, that? It was awesome. <laughs> why'd you do it? <laughs> Paul, well, Paul, it was like it was kind of wild. Like Paul and I, um, we went out to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival in 2011 uh, because we heard it was like the biggest festival and it was acts from all over the world and thousands of shows. And we just kind of want to go out there and get our ass kicked. We were just like, let's. You're, you're like grinding it out for a month, so you're doing like 
forget what it was, but like you perform, you have like a one day off, but you're basically oh, wow. performing multiple shows a day because you're trying to get on other showcases and blah, blah, blah. So we went out there and we had like these dinky little flyers that had like the wrong information about our show on. It was like, we were just not prepared. And uh, we were out there and the first show we did was like for two people. And then it was like, we had to use both of them in the show. And it was just bizarre because we do a lot of audience stuff. And, mm-hmm. and then the next night it was like three people. And we're like, what the fuck? And like, it was just rough. But we were having a great time because we weren't ex- expecting, we didn't know what to expect. We were like, let's just get our ass kicked. And uh, the shows kept getting you know, a little better, a little better. And then one night, I guess one of the judges from the, at the time was the Foster's Comedy Awards out there came to our show randomly because I think she saw us on the street trying to properly butt write chugging. the pound symbol. Butt chugging. The, uh, yeah, LaCroix. <laughs> and, uh, Can't forget that. She's like, yes, this lady just came up. She's like, oh, you guys wrote this wrong. And we're like, oh, okay, sorry. And we're like, she's like, what's your show about? We're like, I'll oh, come tonight. You know, there'll be like six people there. It's going to be a fucking jam-packed place. <laughs> and she shows up. We didn't know who she was, but she was one of the judges for the awards. And then then she, I guess she invited more judges to our show. So like the show started growing oh. slowly. And, uh, and then one day we're like walking down the street. We didn't know there was awards or any competition out there. So we're walking down the street and like two people that we met out there were like, fucking congratulations, holy shit. Like getting, we're like, what's happening? And then like, we're getting high fives and people on the street are coming up to us like, Hey, great job. Great, great. And we're like, Oh, we don't know what's happening. And, uh, our, the guy who ran our event space called us and was like, you guys need to sell out tonight. And we're like, what's ha- We don't even know what's happening. Like, you guys got nominated for the Foster's awards. And we're like, what the fuck is the Foster's awards? And like, we missed the first, <laughs> we missed the first week of previews where like all the publications like get their eyes set on who to write about and stuff. So no one knew who we were. And it was like us and Hannibal Burris were the American acts that got uh, nominated. So from that, like John Oliver was at our show that night in the front row. We were like, what the fuck is happening? So it just kind of went crazy. And uh, we didn't win. We apparently got close, but it was like, we were like, we didn't even know there was awards. That's awesome. So then we got invited back the next year. Went the next year. Yeah. They were like, we can't but- give them the awards. <laughs> they didn't know there was an award. They were, they were no, gonna win. That doesn't count. <laughs> we went the next year and then uh a book of mormon casting director was like happened to be in uh the audience one night and came up to paul as and we were doing our cookie bit that we did on bring the funny and that was like our we closed the show with that but you have like 10 minutes to clean up and get the fuck out before the next show starts that's a messy so bit dude and it's a messy bit and and we're in like a cave literally like performing in a cave and it's like just gross and i'm on i'm like clean enough and i got these like crusty milk stockings on I'm like fuck my life and <laughs> and paul's talking to this woman and you guys know paul now and paul's just i you know our act is like uh, you know i'm the one that's like oh paul but in real life i'm always like that like i love paul to death but i'm like jesus christ paul like he's like another child of mine and he's talking to this lady and then he's like he comes back smiling and i got all this shit in my hands and i'm like fucking help me the, the, the next show's coming in and he's like this casting director from book of mormon uh wants us to you know fly to new york when we get back and uh audition and we're like we're like let's get shit faced and you know we were just super stoked that we got uh you know asked to audition i'm calling everybody i'm like we they asked us to audition and it was literally like that was the victory i was like that's fucking sick because this is right when the show was like just won all these tonys and all this shit happened Mm -hmm. and uh so I thought that was the end of it. And then it was like a two month audition process. And Paul and I kept like making it wow. for the same part. 
And I was like, oh, fuck, I got called. I didn't even have a headshot. Like the headshot that I have circulating anywhere online, my wife took it and I printed it at like a fucking CVS. And that was the headshot <laughs> they used in all like the playbills and everything forever. Holy shit. Yeah. And then so I was like, oh, I got called back. And I'm like, what the fuck? Does, I didn't have an agent I didn't have, and nothing. They were gmailing me. They were like, "Hey, dude, you you know, we want to see you tomorrow." I'm like, "Oh!" And Paul would call me like, "I got called." Like, I'm worried how I'm going to say it to Paul. And Paul calls mm-hmm. me like, "I got called back," and I'm like, "You fucking dick!" Like, Shit. Oh, yeah, dude. How many times did you almost murder Paul? How dude, many? It was, it was fucked, man. It was like because we didn't think anything was going to happen. Like, sincerely, we're like, we're not like singers. Like, I sang a little in high school, like because I was failing everything else. So I they stuck me in concert choir, but um. Yeah, it was this. They flew us out to LA. They're like, you're gonna audition for Matt and Trey. And uh, yeah, this was like our fifth audition. I start crying. I'm like, that, that was the moment where I was like, this is fucking crazy. They're like, they, I was like watching, I was at a bar, like watching like football, like football on a Sunday or something. And I got a call from like one of their people. They're like, can you fly out on Tuesday? You're gonna audition for Matt and Trey. So I, I just bawled. I was like, that's the craziest shit because like idols you know those guys are like this yeah shit. yeah i'm like i get to like meet these guys and that i was like this is fucking amazing so we like auditioned at like the pantages theater um jesus like the, like the opening <laughs> night no- yeah the first time i saw the show i hadn't even seen the show at that point first time i saw the show was the night before i auditioned i was auditioning for the show that i had no idea i never saw it bootlegs nothing so the fucking night before i'm at the pantages seeing the last preview there and i'm like there's no fucking way I can do this fucking show. I was like, fuck my life. I was like, I was so like completely like sh- shitting my pants. I go, this is fucking hilarious that they actually flew us out here to fucking see this shit. I was like, there's uh, there's no fucking way. There's no fucking way. And uh, the next day I auditioned for, and it was like, everyone's like, they're agents and they're all like talking shop. And I'm like, this is fucking lame. So like Paul and I are like, Walk to and Paul's there too. Paul's auditioning too. We're like, this is insane. Jesus. I I went in, I auditioned, and then uh, they're like, can you wait outside after I audition? But I felt hey, good uh, in the can room. Can you get the fuck out of here? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Bye, <laughs> fucker. Bye. Wait, but did you feel like in the you felt when you walked out, you were like, I you felt like you nailed it basically? No, I walked in and I was just like fixated on Matt and Trey, but like Bobby Lopez, like the guy, like the guy. Frozen and everything. Yeah, yeah. Major Broadway people. I knew. I didn't know anybody, so I didn't give a shit about anybody else. Like Scott Rudin, I didn't even know who that was. And prior to this moment, didn't give a shit about Broadway at all. Like, did you care or think about Broadway? It was was part of your life. Never, ever. Still, don't. Still, that was such a. I feel like it was such a fluke. I'm like, yeah, I'm not good enough to get on that. And uh, yeah, that was it. They they came out and they were like, hey, we want you to stay and see uh, with the musical director after this. To see if you can hit some of the high notes and i'm like fuck my there's now it's over now <laughs> okay, i'm like, now dude, like, now I'm like god over. damn okay. i keep like slipping through and it's like this now so he brought me to this room everyone else <laughs> left except for paul who's just waiting to because we had a plane to catch and i'm singing with the musical director and then like he's like hey man all right thanks so much and he gives me a hug and we walk back to like right where the fucking audition room was and he i just he just had me sit down and he's like, all right, man, take care. And he went, went back in the room. And I was like, I don't, I don't know if I leave now. <laughs> and Paul's at the other end of the hall, like, are you done? I go, I don't know. But if I'm not, I don't want to fucking walk off now. And they walk out and <laughs> I go, hey, we're, here's a contract. And I'm gone. And then Trey Parker walks out. And I'm sitting With the LaCroix. 
With the LaCroix in his asshole. If you want this roll, you're going to have to chug it. Dude, I was like, I... The only, I made them laugh in the audition. I didn't give a fuck what happened after that. I was like, that's insane. And I go, he goes, oh, hey, dude. And I'm like, oh, hey. He's like, he's like, What's, what, what are you doing? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Do I stay? Do I? I was such a fucking nerd. I'm like, I don't know what to do. And he's like, I don't know. I'm going to go pee. Uh, yeah, hold on. And I'm just sitting there. My face is fucking red. And I'm like, oh, I'm an asshole. What am I doing? I'm ruining my shot. And. He walks back in the room and he's like, yeah, I'll check. And then I hear them all laugh at me for being retired. Because <laughs> uh, I guess I didn't have to stay there. Um, <laughs> Just fucking with you. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Damn it, hold on. What's yeah, happening? Yeah. He's we got can hear on you. the other line. There you cool. go. Cool, I'm back. Uh, but anyway, I you know, got to the plane and then I got an email. They were like, we're interested in you for this part. But we want you to like, we want to make sure you can do it. So like, then two months of more auditioning, more like like Ben Platt Jesus. was auditioning with me at the same time. I didn't wow. know who he was. He was in, I guess, Pitch Perfect. So he people were like, oh my god, Ben Platt. I was like, I don't know anybody. I'm just like, I'm, my whole life, <laughs> yeah. I'm just been a blur. I'm like, I don't know. And uh, yeah, dude. And then I finally I got the call uh, right after like Hurricane uh, Sandy hit. So I didn't hear anything for a while. And then they're like, we want you to come to the tour fly out next month and i was like what the, what and then it was just like just crazy for like five and a half years of just did you go into a what was your uh i mean you was that the biggest reaction at that point or had you been kind of worn down from auditioning for months that you were just like okay let's do it like did you no. how'd you handle it i was i was totally it was really weird because they would send you to a voice teacher to uh one of the associate producers to one of the associate directors, to the musical director, uh, bing, bang, boom, all th- like every day for like, you know, uh, I think it was like a whole month, month and a half. And uh, as I'm singing or practicing or whatever the fuck, they're like taking notes and sending it to each other. So they go, uh huh, uh, okay, okay, uh, one sec. Uh, <laughs> and I'm just like, hell, I fucking hate auditioning. I, so every day, and I'm just, but I was so, I never really auditioned. So I, I kind of what, it was so out of my like reality that it, luckily I kind of just ignorantly stumbled through it. And I was like, I guess this is okay. And then finally, like the fu- the fu- last audition was on stage on Broadway uh, in front of like the whole team. So and they cool. had like groups of people. Uh, and uh, yeah, it was just like, you know, John Bass, uh, he was, have you seen um, uh, the uh, Baywatch movie? With the Rock, the recent one. I know what you're he's talking a, about. <laughs> you would recognize. He's been. In a, he's, he's. So anyway, he was like uh, one of the Cunninghams, and luckily he was just kind of like keeping me uh, distracted throughout the audition process that day. And I thought I bombed, and then like they were like, "All right, thanks, Chris." I got one of those things. Like we're we're good now. Thanks. We don't need you anymore. And like oh. I walked across the stage, and they're like, "Good job, Chris. All right." And I'm like, "I guess that's it." Oh. Fuck my. And I, <laughs> And then, like, my parents were down the street, and they're like, come by, like, have a drink, like, tell us what happened. And I was, they saw, like, the soul was just, like, sucked out of me. I thought it was over. There, they were, it was awkward. There's a, a period of time, I think, in auditions that lasts for about four seconds when you're exiting the room that defines how good your next several months is going to feel, depending <laughs> on, on how. Depending how you, on the role, yeah. Like, that's the last thing in your head is that. that was job. The, All right. Yep. 
but it was such a it was felt like such a pity clap like hey this guy's not a yep. Broadway guy, but hey, you you gave him hell. You Good did, for you. You tried. <laughs> yeah, that's what it, it felt like. That I was like, fuck me. Because then obviously you get in your head like, what if I got this show? Yeah. And then you start finding you start finding the bootlegs, and then you start looking at like, and then you see the show, and you see the fucking how crazy the crowd goes, and you're like, that is insanity. And um, yeah, when I got it, it was like just more shitting my pants. Like that that was the one thing I realized throughout the whole thing. As cool as it was and amazing and like surreal, it was like as stressful and as grueling and fucking fit, mentally fucking. I mean, it was like when people are like, I want to be a Broadway yeah. star. It's like when you're on Broadway, you, you're, you're so like in the grind that you're not like being you can't just sit back and go, this is fucking cool. Right. I mean, it's like it's yeah. the stress is insane. Your voice starts to go and you're like, if you're out for the show, you got to like call the stage manager and they're like, okay. And they report it into the producers and they're like, is he okay? And, and you don't get paid if you don't perform, if you're at at that tier in the show and you feel like you're letting the people down. So you're like, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, stick it out and just whatever. And then you fuck your voice and you're out longer. And then when you go back, I mean, it's like, it's by the end of it. um, Mentally, I was like, really like fucking, tired because you know at that point i don't know how many shows i did but it was like five and a half years of doing you know eight shows a week so it was like and it's like and the show the other thing is the show just keeps going so it's like you just got to keep up with the show right mentally physically so you're going to like the ent the doctor you got to look about what you eat how much you sleep you got to i had a newborn this i mean there's so many things that you don't think about that go into it that are like Oh, but um, I don't think we're like really comprehending that you just said five and a half years, five and a half years of Book of Mormon yeah. straight traveling yeah. or all. Yeah, in one... I did two, did two and a half. I think two and a half years on the road. Jesus. Um, yeah. Which, but it but it was fucking sick, man. Like I got married yeah. in between. I got married uh, in I was in Boston with the show when the Boston Marathon bombing happened. So, so wow. this that was the week of my wedding. So it happened on a Monday. When everyone, it was on the same street as our hotel. My Jeez. wedding was on Friday. They locked Boston down on Thursday. Luckily, I just left to go to my wedding. <laughs> I just left the town. Oh and then you just see God. like helicopters flying over. There's been so many wild things that happened throughout uh, that Book of Mormon journey. But it was like, it was the fucking incredible. It was like the, um, the coolest thing ever in the world. So cool. Like, Fascinating, I mean, dude. So cool. It, uh, it, fan, like I'll, yeah fanboy follow-ups a couple <laughs> one what's your what was your favorite number to perform from the show four um what was it <laughs> <laughs> yeah the end like it was like that man up is like the my character cunningham's like big number and like that number fuck me man that like i hated that number because it kicks your ass and it's like Cause you're screaming and running around and they're like, you got to stay nice and plump. And you're like, okay, this is hard when you're fat, <laughs> uh, you know, but like, but that I would sure say would love that, to get healthy <laughs> five and a half years in. Don't want to have a heart a attack in front of everybody. That, but that was, I'd, pro- I'd probably say that number. Cause like, that was the fucking number where like, it's a rock star moment. And at the end you're doing this pose and like the lights, I mean, it's like a rock star ending. No, yeah. So cool. and like then the, the the curtains and whatever drops and like there have been times I just start crying I was just so ah! my adrenaline 
my adrenaline was jacked and you're shaking. You're like, I just had a fucking rock star moment. And it's, it's like, it's, it's so fucking trippy. And, um, but you're, you're the whole time you, you can never just go like, oh, I'm going to call I'm like phone it in. I, I got this. Like your, your voice. And it's, it's eight shows a week. And it's like the weekends you do two on Saturday and two on Sunday and Ugh, you have crazy. Monday off and then it's like right back into it. But, um, do you sleep on a bus a lot. Uh, right. no, the buses were party days. That was like when we would travel, we just oh. party in the bus or like, but they flew us around luckily. Cause it was like, you know, they make yeah, millions probably. of dollars a week from the show. <laughs> like they right. got, you know. uh, yep. But Steve would do that song on karaoke sometimes. And Steve is a oh, nice. top notch karaoke. Oh, artist thank you, my that, friend. That should nice. be on Broadway someday. If you're listening uh, to Broadway, get Steve yeah. Zaragoza yeah. on Broadway. But I've seen him do that song. And I remember being, I, I watched him and I was like, that song's fucking hard. Like that's not an easy song. Yeah. Good for him for being able to hit it. And now you're just you just hit the nail on the head. Like having to run around There's choreography in front of yeah. people. That's, yeah. That's the problem. Cause when you if you ever like YouTube, like you know, because you YouTube people singing that song and they're like, man oh like, <laughs> yeah, just sitting, sitting in the like, same performing it. <laughs> like, bro, you're I'm fucking doing laps. Literally yeah. like fighting Darth Vader and you're like stabbing a monster and you're running upstairs and you're sliding and you, I mean it's like so with my voice teacher, who's like the, she got me through the show, like Liz Kaplan. She's like the, the shit. She is the superstar celebrity Broadway. I mean, she is the top, 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 top of the top. Cool. So every time I had a lesson with her, it was fucking awesome because there was always celebrities there. Always, <laughs> always. I'd walk in like Hugh, uh, uh, Hugh Jackman's there a few times. Like he was, be, he'd be the right for me. Like, like Jake Gyllenhaal, James Fred, like everybody. And I'm just like, what is happening? Would you, would you so hear them going it. like, me, 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 me. And then yes! he comes to you, Jackman. Yes. <laughs> Dude, I get there early so I can just fucking like listen. I just sit in there and like listen to celebrities and I like, I call cool. And she's like, oh, this is Chris. You know, this is his first big show. And I'm like, I love you so much. Like, <laughs> totally unprofessional. And, but like, I think the cool, I think the coolest thing out of all of it was when I was rehearsing for the show. And I, I worked on stage with Trey Parker, like one-on-one. -on -one. It was just a workshop. And it was like... That's so cool. People, yeah. Like, like the understudies were... In, everyone got quiet when he was around. And he's the coolest dude ever. And like, he's just a fucking... He's like genius. Yeah. And, and he's just like, what do you think about this part? Like, what do you... you know? And I'm like, workshop and shit, like jokes. And, and I'm like, this is fucking Damn. ridiculous and that's, that's the so stuff cool. that like so like in the back in my office here where is it there's like a framed picture over here that you stole from his office yeah he <laughs> of his kids he, he wrote that out <laughs> yeah it was a beat sheet for like all like the moments because we when we joined the show it was like a quick turnaround like we flew out there and then we started we had rehearsals for like three weeks and then it, that was it and then we're holy like, shit so they had to expedite the whole thing. Cause I guess they opened up London. So they sent those two guys to London and we filled in and whatever, but he gave me just like a beat sheet going like, here's all strip all the bullshit around. You feel happy here. This is you're stoked here. This happens here. And I'm like, this is the coolest fucking piece of paper of all time. So it's like that paper. That's like my most prized possession is that just beat sheet of like, here's a shortcut, dude. Like if you, if you're ever wondering what you're feeling in the show, with this character this is like the no bullshit here's can what you, he's feeling wow can you send us a photo of it or do you not want it <laughs> yeah shown? 
Yeah, I'd love sure. to see it. Can we show yeah, it on man. the podcast, or we don't have to if you don't? Oh yeah, like, you I, I would love to see it. Do you see me fall? <laughs> <laughs> You're just completely naked. What if his room was like the Willy Wonka room and it just got really small and yeah. he went to the back? There's just LaCroix. It's all crumpled up because it was on tour with me, but like, it's a... Uh, wow. Oh, cool. But it says like, Cunningham emotion cheat sheet. It's like, wow. The first number is hello. It's like, psyched, happy. The next yeah. number, two by two. Psyched to get... Paired with Price, he's won the lottery. Everything is going perfect for him. Airport, <sighs> fucking psyched. Even psyched to be a side dish. It's like a first psyched. date with a really hot girl. They want to know uh, about wow. your new love interest. But it's every number and basically every like breakdown yeah. of how. I'd love to it's see just, that, dude. It's I'll, yeah, I'll take a picture. That's so it's cool. Like, but that shit like that, where like like the Broadway people who are like the most talented fucking people I've ever seen. Uh, they're they're more into like Broadway stars and like this producer and this writer and this song. and I was like stoked about like these guys right and all the other stuff. Yeah. I was like so and, and like he was funny because he's like yeah you know he should maybe like act like this and maybe actually I'm not supposed to like give a line reading. That's uh, sorry. Uh, well, how do you? Th- I go fucking give me a line yeah. reading, Trey Parker. Yeah. I'll do whatever. <laughs> Tell you me want. exactly. Yeah, whatever yeah. you want. I will do any fucking yeah. thing you ask me to do. <laughs> And, uh, I love that line reading thing. I don't want to give you a line reading, so I'll speak around exactly how I want you to be. <laughs> he was so dude. Just waste so much time. I'm going to give I was you 40 like, oh. examples of how not to say this line. Exactly. I'll let you <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. By process of elimination, find what I want. <laughs> but like, they're, yeah, but anyway, they're, they're, the, they're the cool, like, sincerely the coolest dudes. And like, you know, like, uh, Trey Parker was quiet. Matt Stone, like, I was in an elevator with him during like the workshops and I'm just like, my face gets red again. I'm like embarrassed. I'm like, Oh God. And he's like, what's up, man? I'm like, Oh, Hey. And he's just like, it's fucking cool. Right. I go, yeah, it's fucking cool. Like, they're just, they're just like really chill. What a moment. How much he knows in that moment. Fucking cool. But but they're so self-aware. They're so self-aware and they're aware of. so, So Yeah. And um, yeah, and they were, they were, and they're still so a part of the show too. Cause everyone like thought they wrote it and they were just like, let's just cash our checks. Like they're like, they're very on top oh. of it, which is really cool. It's, so. The whole thing feels that like, just like them. Um, yeah. One more question regarding it all. So Broadway yeah. and people that fucking love Broadway are so critical and I'm sure you got that. Do you have like in your mind, like the best thing you ever read about yourself and also the worst thing oh, that you ever yeah. read about yourself? For sure. So when I start the show, I, I always felt like an imposter. Like I was like, cause vocally I got through, luckily my character, I didn't have to sound like a fucking angel. Um, but it, it's, you're still singing high as shit. Like these, these notes are ridiculous. Um, so like just joining the show, I'm like, I'm not up to par with any of these singers. And like, I I'm having trouble hitting these notes. So I was getting shitty reviews right off the bat. And it like, cause it was, this was the first national tour. So these are the, the first time this show's, you know, going to all these major cities and like, they're like, I'm reading things like, you know, the cast was unbelievable. Price was there. Da, da, da. Christopher John O'Neill, however, uh, he needs a little more help. He, he, he doesn't seem like he's up to par. He's, you know, the one oh. week part of the show. So this is early on. And I'm like, I'm going to fucking get fired. Like, this is like the first tour going to these places. And if they're like one of the leads is shit, you know, uh-huh. But luckily they were like fucking, they, they stuck with me, which is awesome. Aww. But, uh, 
and everyone's like, don't read the reviews. And I, for whatever reason, I, I was just fascinated by the whole thing. I was like, this is the biggest thing I've ever been on the most notoriety, you know? So I, I was just curious. Um, but I battled through it and like, it was a lot of mental like gymnastics trying to just go, fuck dude. Like, it, it, you know, beating yourself up. Cause you uh, admittedly going like, I know I'm not a good singer. Like these people are like, I'm not trying to like, look at me, you know, I'm like, no, no, no I'm with you guys. Believe me. I, <laughs> yeah. I understand. Be easy. Um, the reviewer then, was you. Yeah, I know. I just self, I would sleepwalk and just write shitty reviews about myself just to like keep myself straight. Um, but then it was like, you know, I, I stuck with it and we were, you know, we were in the Kennedy, the Kennedy center, which was fucking crazy. Uh, in DC and uh, I got I won uh, a Helen Hayes award for uh, best lead actor and and I'm like wow and I was like what so going from like stucking shit to thing you're getting fired to like that moment on on stage with a fucking award like a tuxedo I'm like what the I mean like so I I definitely went through all the feels and emotions of like you know super highs and lows it honestly dude it sounds like 2020 like (laughs) 2020 did you consider doing any other Broadway at all? Like, or, you know, yeah. After that, I'm just not good. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the other funny part too. Cause people are like, so like, you're just not doing shows anymore. I'm like, I would do it if they had me like, you know, I got, I, I, you know, I, I did a uh, school of rock. I was, um, I was working on for a little while and that would that it was just too much like the vocally like the dude Alex Brightman who did it um who did like Beetlejuice and all these other things yeah destroyed his chords like fucking like I talked to him I'm like how do you do that and he's like I don't like his like surgery dance, like I think he got really fucked up by it and I just was too scared too and like I was just like yeah it just kind of fizzled out um but I got close with some a couple other things, but yeah, it's just back in the grind. And that was the other thing too. You think like being in this show, like it'll be a little like, hey, I'm gonna hop over here maybe and see like ride these, you know, ride this is it's like back of the line, dude. And I'm like, okay, duly noted. But uh, yes, sir, thank you so much. Thank well, you yeah, so much. Ellie, you were talking about that when you sat with like uh, what was it like Joel McHale? He was like, dude, the grind never stops. Yeah, oh, like yeah. it just doesn't stop. You could be as big as you think you are and be as bigger than you ever thought you'd be, but the next day you're back to fucking work grinding. Yeah, it never I ends. Always, I always Terrible. thought about that. Like when I was just thinking of like Lost, for example, when that show was like everywhere. Mm-hmm. And you're like, fuck, man. They were out literally just like on top of the world. They were in every magazine. And now it's like, oh, I remember that guy from wasn't he in Lost? Like, <laughs> right. Just insane. It's right. like <laughs> it was the biggest show like ever yeah. at the time. Ever. <laughs> and it's like now it's like you see him in a pizza hut commercial like what the fuck is happening you know right, but right. it's but uh it's it's definitely humbling and like and i knew like i was just humble the whole time because a i started off the show failing and i was like i i know i'm not up to the par singing wise of all these broadway people um but it, yeah it was just like so when it was over they wanted me to open up the australian uh, australia cast and at that point, mentally and physically and with with my wife and just the stress. And we were, I was just like, I think this is a good time to. Yeah. And at the time, you, you don't think about it. You're just so stressed and, you know, financially, you're you're happy. And then that all goes away, obviously. But, um, yeah, it was a really nice amicable split. 
and they don't like hearing no apparently <laughs> like <Scott laughs> Roy's producers they don't they were like oh well then how about this much and i'm like no 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 it's not money i'm not trying to like squeeze you guys for money like it's just like i'm like having panic attacks now on stage like my wife and i were, were always fighting because i'm always stressed and all so it definitely had its like you know wear and tear and they're like oh okay well, how about this much? And I'm like, please stop making me say no <laughs> to like all this fucking money, you asshole. Like, and it was, re- I mean, guys, stupid. Like, We're not going to let so you go and, until you no. regret it, until you regret everything of what yeah. you're saying. Yeah, we're uh, really sorry that you're going through that. And we apologize that, that if, you know, your participation in our show brought any of that on. How about how about this much? Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's what it was. And I'm telling my, my, and I got an agent through the show, like, I was just like, hey, can you want to be my agent? I'm in this show. And they're like, what? And they're like, yeah, I don't have anybody. Um, and I was, t- I was, I felt bad because I was telling him no as well. I'm like, this is his, you know, this guy, I, I just felt bad. And I'm like, I don't want this to turn into a, like, well, fuck him then. Like, I, I, no, I want this to be like, it's okay. Yeah. Let me, like, pull the plug. It's fine. Yeah. I'm ready to go. Yeah. And, uh, well, I'll like, be oh, better yeah, for yeah. it. Like, it, it would be. Like, How about yeah. that? How about that? How about that? And, um. <laughs> Oh, five and a half, half years is a long fucking time. Yeah. It's a lesson I'll that tell takes, my kids, though. It's yeah, like it takes some, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, happiness was like, honest to God, like I and I still sincerely, like throughout all financial struggles or anything else you go through in life uh, since then, I, I don't regret uh, walking away from it when the money, because at that point it was like, I'd rather be happy and be with mm-hmm. my family and, and, and focus more on that. But Everyone was so cool. It was, yeah. Now Paul and I are, you know, back at it. So it's, it's awesome. That's so cool, oh, man. What and a years later, story. you yeah, finally made it on the Valley cast. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Be honest. On a scale of one to 10, how much does it compare to being in the room with Trey Parker and Matt Stone? You're, you're on the you show. You guys with us. are. <laughs> Don't get Hollywood with us, New York. (laughs) We gain ground and then we fall down the hill and then we gain a little more ground and we fall back down. That's the game. Um, Yeah, that was fascinating, dude. Thank you for sharing that. That is, uh, yeah, man, endlessly fascinating. And it's such a, it's so crazy that it all started just with you guys going to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival and then it, it's just, yeah. it's perfect story. It is, <laughs> which yeah, is why I highly dude. recommend this thing, dude. This this festival, the girl Netflix, they have that show. I don't know if you know Natalie. She she's got the uh, the Nate. It just came out as a comedy special on Netflix. It just dropped yesterday. Oh, that's right. On yeah, the yeah, first, she just won the award that we were nominated for. I guess she just won a couple of years ago. Um, but like that festival, I mean, you'll you you can blow cool. up through there. It's really cool. That's awesome. That and, and a reason to go to Edinburgh. Which is really cool, fucking beautiful. It's amazing. Yeah. That's inspiring. If you if you feel like uh, you you got what it takes, you got the chops, and you work hard enough, you can go out there and take a big chance, and you never know what could happen. You could end up being in a Broadway show for five and a half years. Be a nice person. I swear to God, it sounds so <laughs> cliche and corny, but I'm like, literally, like Paul and I kind of being naive and just even going into and bring the funny. We were like, let's. I just don't want to bomb on the first episode. Like right. if we can just like have a showing and just get through that'd be amazing and and the rest you know we're new to a lot of this stuff like this level we're used to the grind and doing like shows and the new york scene and stuff mm-hmm. but um but yeah when I, I, when you're a good person you you just treat people nice and you, you kind it of also teaches you to, it teaches you to spot the other 
uh, nice ones. So that's the one thing can, I get a little radar. Oh, bro, that's the one thing I did realize too. Like people with egos and like they that shit like fucking follows you so hard. At least in the Broadway community, I know people, multiple people that like had an issue where they were difficult in some capacity, or they had a fight with a choreographer, or they thought this so-and-so is nobody and fuck you and I, you know, whatever attitude and that nobody or, you know, associate whatever now is like opening up all these fucking shows on Broadway. Like I can, a a bajillion of them. And that dude is like blacklisted. Like this one particular guy was cast in multiple roles. And then they were like, yeah, we just cast so-and-so. What do you think of him? And he goes, oh, that guy's a fucking asshole. And they go, oh, okay. And that's why Lin-Manuel Miranda will never work in this city again. (laughs) Yep. Thanks for saying it, Joe. I'm glad someone said it. (laughs) I've never liked him. You never liked Lin-Manuel? Tom Hanks, same. Fuck him. Fuck Tom Hanks. Tom out of here. Lin-Manuel. And fuck Weird Al while we're at it. Um, (laughs) Um, Listen, Chris... Thank you for being on the show with us, man. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thank I you love for your you time. Guys. You're love a dad. It. You're a, you're a hardworking boy. You got a family, and you and you gave us your time, and you told us a very wonderful, heartwarming, inspirational story, and we appreciate you for that. Yeah, man. And I always said, and and when we were backstage, bring the funny. You guys were like the ones Paul and I got on with the best. It was just like you guys we I, I felt like we all had we were the same kind of people and it was oh, just yeah. really fun and we, as stressful time. as it was like being able to bullshit with you guys or having steve's massive fart on the couch during the finale <laughs> and backstage remember he sat on that couch and just blew ass and it, it was just the best stress relief you guys made it such a fun experience backstage just like yeah. joking around and it, it was it was it was insane i just but, uh, love that we you, instantly connected on that like crude kind of like oh. boys will be boys kind of way just, you know non-problematic not boys fuck. will be boys. You know? well like the not give a fuck even if it's like a big nbc show like we didn't no like our groups didn't act yeah. like it mattered like and that was no. the best part about it well, i would say that was the case for most people on the show too it, i felt like we were like, yeah. why is it a competition? None of us want to compete against each other. That fun. was the best part because they yeah. wanted that competition. Everyone got along so well. We were like, we're all at the same hotel, like drinking together. And like, we're, we like this. So they were like, ah, but what about? And we're like, no. My, my, yeah, like, I just met their parents. I like their parents. I don't <laughs> right. want to be like, all right, I get them. My favorite yeah. thing was uh, how like <laughs> there was like the first unit per, like producer director or whatever that like when you were on the main stage and when you were doing that stuff it was like no fucking around listen to them you know don't be in the wrong place but like then they had that like second unit like BTS camera crew that we were just oh, constantly yeah. fucking with the whole time because and, <laughs> and and we were just do- trying to make each other laugh every possible moment just with like Dude. sounds and far and burps and yelling and impressions and oh. it was just endlessly and that's the stuff that like I'll cherish is just trying to make people laugh and everyone in joining in on that like whole energy and having oh, a man. great time well, we're all, we were all on the same yeah we were all on the same page it was like it was just a weird it was just weird there was a competition it was weird that like there was winners and losers and people you know because like throughout the competition as you guys saw like I don't know if people know but you know when we were backstage in the holding area those you know there'd be like another episode taping at the same time while we were all getting ready for our episode 
And you'd see people that got cut, like walk through to the holding area where we were all hanging out and like crying and grabbing yeah. their things. And like, and it was just kind of like that part of it sucked, yeah. but you know, we were lucky enough to, to make it through the, uh, through the end and, and luckily have fun doing it. But um, yeah, it, it was, a, it was a pretty, yeah. the camaraderie was great. And I think we, we know it was real because you guys, we crossed paths with uh, Chris and Paul in San Francisco Mm, at the beginning yeah. of this year we all started off 2020 really in a nice spot oh we performed right together Jeez. we got to open for you guys which was awesome which was an and honor guys, actually it was an yeah. honor and we you guys slayed and it was it was a like, co-headline jesus christ <laughs> <laughs> we've talked about it we've talked about it before on the give, podcast give, give. Yeah, yeah. well we just about you guys a bunch you guys are it, we're not it's like not hyperbole. I, I really do yeah. believe that the Chris and Paul live show experience is unlike any other comedy show seen. that you'll ever see. It's yep. brilliant. Thanks, it's fun. It's interactive. It's inspiring. And it's just, it's fucking hilarious. And if you have a chance to go see these guys, you have to go see them. Make a trip if you have to make a small trip. Here, I know you guys were performing a bit, but it's, it's, such, it's so fun. It's so inventive. And, what you guys do is inventive. And I loved Thank that you, after we did that show with you, we introduced you guys to a bunch of our our fans and our viewers and they and afterwards they were like thank you for introducing us to chris and paul like they were the funny like we love them so much oh, now we're yeah, chris and paul awesome. fans like all it, i just love that you know the world needs to see you guys like truly you oh, guys thanks, are like dude. you're doing really really fun cool vaudevillian duo stuff that i just really tickles me in a special way and i and uh you know i had i, I masturbate and i think about it when i masturbate Anyway, That's thank fine. you for joining us today, Chris. This has been really nice. <laughs> You're gonna, Steve's great. gonna go butt chugga, talking rain. Uh, thanks for joining us. Frame. Thanks for joining uh, us, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Thing was I close my eyes laughing and when I open them, Steve's face is just like staring at me. It's like, all right, well done, Stephen. We're gonna get the hell out of here, Chris. Is there any place where they can go to see your stuff or any place you would want people to migrate to to watch or follow you guys? Yeah, just you know, Chris and Paul Show.com. You know, we get we're on the YouTubes and stuff, and you know, trying to make a splash. Uh, but I'm at Chris O Show if you want to see some naked photos, you know, I'm oh, yeah. constantly posting. <laughs> Um, right. Right. Yeah, love it. I love it. <laughs> all right, Chris. All right. Well, thank you, Thanks, and thank y'all. you all to our listeners for listening. And uh, you know, consider becoming a Patreon patron over at Patreon.com/slash The Valley Folk. And we're at the very tail end of this awesome movie movie game journey uh, before we start moving into production on the game. Uh, so if you guys are interested in checking that out, there's a link in the description. It's a Bitly link, and uh, we'd appreciate your help and support there as well. Thank you guys so much. We'll catch you next time on the Valley Cast. Bye bye. Bye. (laughs) So professional.